Jumbo, fellow adventurers, I'm Mike Dooley, here to remind you once more that your thoughts become things. And I'm going to do it today by dropping another edition of a week's worth of spiritual tune-ups. These were broadcasted live this week. My answers to fellow adventurers' questions about life, dreams, and happiness. And each one took 5, 10, or 15 minutes. We've sewn them all together for your viewing and listening enjoyment. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, and happy Monday. Time for a spiritual tune-up. I'm Mike Dooley reminding you that your thoughts become things, unfailingly. And today's question is right on point. Manifestations we never thought of. Mike Dooley, if our thoughts become things, what about those things we've experienced that we've manifested that we never thought about ahead of time? Or specifically to today's questioner, Mike, are all of our experiences and relationships in life meant to be? Are they always meant to be a learning experience for us? And are they always a necessary step in the manifestation of our end goals? Even when they may feel painful while going through them. Great question. Thank you for posting your questions live every day. Facebook, Instagram, special shout out to my Infinite Possibility members. Your questions are the ones that get answered first. Okay, so um, as I have shared in several other tune-ups, when the unthought of happens, it is always triple underlined. It is always because just beyond it, it made possible for you to manifest the thought of. Whenever the unthought of manifests, it's because it made possible something else, bigger, more important to you that you did think about. Now, maybe you didn't think about it with the intention of manifesting it, which is very often the case with fear uh, or focusing on what we don't want to happen. Those take a high priority if you're thinking about them, thinking about them. And sometimes the only way to get you to that dream come true or those lions and tigers and bears is for you to be drawn through unthought of territory. Was it meant to be only because you thought of it? Nothing is meant to be. Yet when you start creating energy and a focus with an emotional attachment, good, bad, or ugly, those start determining, start setting into position the circumstances that you will meet tomorrow. But fear not, don't worry that you worry because your positive thoughts are way more powerful, as I have shared numerous times in earlier tune-ups, than your negative thoughts. Still, all of your thoughts are jockeying for position and if you go so far overboard not realizing life's beauty or your inclination to succeed and dwell upon misery, it's possible, very difficult, it's possible that you will bring it to pass and the road along the way will be quite bumpy. But let's go back to more basics. Thoughts become things and all be all of living in these sacred jungles of time and space. So when you're thinking of any end result, instead of a spontaneous manifestation, something more miraculous happens. Now you're in the soup, the momentum of time, space, matter, 60,000 thoughts of your own every single day that are striving to become things, instead of a spontaneous manifestation, you draw yourself, often through unthought of territory, 
through all kinds of other experiences that will be enriching. And all of that was determined based on you thinking of the end. You're You change your end results, you change your desires, you change your dreams, you stop thinking about what you fear, and you change the journey there. But this brings in the old adage, uh, it's not the destination, but the journey. Okay, And this is so relevant in these sacred jungles of time and space. It's not your dreamed of lifestyle that's going to enrich you the way you wanted to be enriched by choosing this lifetime. But... Not, it's not the manifestation of your dreamed of lifestyle, but because you honored the dream, and that's important, all of your dreams, listen to your heart, because you honored it, it's going to set you into motion. It's going to set you through highs and lows, peaks and valleys, hither and yon. And it is that journey during which you will meet all else you think, believe, and expect to be true about the nature of reality. And it is in that journey that through those highs and lows, the peaks and valleys, that you're going to learn what serves you and what doesn't serve you. And when you get to that land of good and plenty and your big dream has come true, oh, it's going to be better than you can now imagine. And that day is coming. But the sweetest part of it will be looking back at the journey. I look back now 20 years ago. Uh, and I was struggling to write a note from the universe, and I was wondering about my love life, and I was wondering about financial abundance. I look back now with the fondest memories of those times I struggled. Not now when it's relatively, comparatively effortless and easy, and friends, laughter, love, romance, abundance, crazy. What's so precious is looking back when I hung in there against the odds, when I kind of kept showing up, even though it seemed like the next day looked like the last day and nothing seemed to be changing. I feel like, go Mike, go Mike, go little Mike, because I was so close and I was only operating on fumes, as they say. I was only operating just with the notion of, yeah, maybe this is really going to work, but it did work and it always works. And by having big dreams back then, as scared little Mike, it called me to a higher place to deal with my fear of creating uh, what would be a book, uh, this gigantic endeavor that would take a year to complete. Oh my God, where could I get off thinking I could write a book? But I was so scared and motivated by the circumstances and dreams of my life that I was drawn through this territory where I was called higher to sit down, focus, discipline, chart goals, one chapter a month kind of thing. And I was called higher to deal with my irrational fear of speaking in public. And I was called higher to deal with my irrational fear of getting on an airplane and thinking I was going to die. I was called to this place where my dream couldn't come true unless I faced the baggage, the fears, the invisible limiting self-sabotaging beliefs that were clinging to me for a life. And it was the dream that made me go through and meet a lot of unthought of territory. Now, do not think that if you have an end result, a dream, and you're about to be drawn through unthought of territory, any old crazy weird thing can happen to you. Nothing can happen to you. 
unless it's within the alignment of all of your other thoughts, beliefs, dreams, and expectations. We do not live in a world where bad things happen to people. We do not live in a world where bad things happen to good people. We live in a world where there are intentional manifestations and unintentional manifestations. And the unintentional manifestations often have more to teach us than the intentional manifestations. And it's pursuing the intentional manifestations that we bump into the unintentional manifestations that reveal to us all else that we're thinking, believing, and expecting about reality. And it's those things that we didn't even know that we were thinking of that were preventing the dream from coming true quicker, faster, easier earlier on. So when you go out into the world and you stub your toe and you meet the unexpected and your heart seems to break or it really does break, reflect, go within. What am I missing? What am I not seeing? How else could I approach this? How else can I raise the bar? What fears are holding me back that I know are irrational? No one dies before their time. No one stubs their toe accidentally. No one face, feels fear before an audience or an assignment or a project by accident. It is your dreams calling you higher. Nothing is meant to be. And yes, like the questioner said, the icky stuff, the ugly stuff, the no fun stuff, must it happen? No, it doesn't have to happen. You can immediately see through the lies that you've been creating and the stories that have held you back. Or you can go the slow and painful way. Either way, you're going to get there. And either way, you're going to laugh when you get to the other side because you're so inclined to succeed. So please know that nothing is destined. Yes, you'll be drawn through unthought of territory because beyond it, you're going to manifest what you did think about that was intentional. And the only way to get you there was to take you through unthought of territory in alignment with your beliefs. But when that unthought of territory pinches and pokes and prods, reflect. I'll tell you where I am today. Knowing that bliss and ecstasy are only ever a perspective away. Knowing as the yogis and maharashis and maharishis and the enlightened being and the ascended masters of our time have achieved, as is recorded in books and by countless teachers through the millennia, this state of bliss and oneness and ecstasy. I look to myself now and say, how come you don't feel that this moment? Well, I've got a lot to do. Go there. What's wrong with having a lot to do? Why doesn't that fill you with ecstasy? You, you've got a lot to do and you have the capability of doing it and the freedom and the power and the knowledge here on planet Earth, this, this oasis floating through space and every single thing I can think of that pokes me or that pinches me or that I use as an excuse not to feel bliss in the moment, dive in. You've got an argument going on with somebody else. What, you don't remember that they're God? They don't remember that you are God? You don't remember that you don't have to play this game with anybody? That you don't owe anybody anything? Go there if somebody's poking you and find out that you're truly free. And find out that you didn't have to put up with it. Are you scrambling for money right now? Don't you know it grows on trees? Don't you know your thoughts become things? Don't you know to be congruent with your thoughts, you have to show up, knock on doors, maybe do things you didn't want to do? Go to what's poking you right now because it's not destiny. It's not something that you have to deal with. It's not something being forced upon you, but it is life's way of saying, hey, there's something else to understand here that's going to bring all of your big dreams 
to pass. So is it loneliness? Is it the flu? Is it COVID? Is it vaccinations? Where are you not seeing yourself invincible? Where are you seeing yourself vulnerable? Jumbo, fellow adventurers, Mike Dooley, time for a spiritual tune-up where I remind you that your thoughts become things. It is the end-all, be-all to living the life of your dreams, doing, being, having, whatever you want. It is the ultimate fast pass to whatever it is your heart desires, your thoughts, your focus, your congruence with your words and your actions. Today's question, Mike, how to undo old dreams and old thoughts, meaning They've got this momentum because you've been dreaming them and wanting them and dwelling upon them for days, weeks, months, years, and suddenly you realize there's something better. There's something different. Specific question, Mike, what if old dreams were wrong and you now want to change your dreams to the opposite? A lot of good news on this front. Okay, first off, in the unlikely scenario that you're asking this question because the old dreams have already manifested and now you don't want them. Uh, The fix is never to go back and undo, but it is to redefine what you now want in terms of end results, dreams, and or lifestyle. Don't be focusing on undoing what's already happened. That'll just embroil you in it more. With your focus there, it is perpetuated. So if you've already manifested something and you're like, ah, not what I thought it would be, realign, look forward, paint a new picture in your mind of how your life is going to be and imagine it as if it already was that way and then predicate your thoughts, words, and deeds throughout the day upon the vision in your mind, not the circumstances that surround you and those circumstances that surround you will pass into the rear view mirror, okay? Um, That's probably not what the questioner was asking. Far more commonly, when we suddenly realize the power of our thoughts, who we really are, the eyes and the ears of God Almighty come alive in the dream of life. And we discover we've been either worrying about something, fearing something, or wanting something that we finally realize is not going to bring us happiness. We panic and we think, oh man, I'm doomed. I put all that energy and all those thoughts. No, 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 no. The great news is on a dime, you can change the direction of your ship. In an instant, you can decide and rewrite ancient spiritual contracts. In the moment you realize that you want something different, create the new picture. This is the story of the prodigal child in the Bible, which I have recounted in other spiritual tune-ups. I am not a Bible thumper. Uh, I am not of any man-made religion, but the Bible, like any holy book, has a lot of gems in it. Also true of Hallmark greeting cards. Truth is everywhere. The story of the prodigal child is the story of the wayward son who thought he wanted to do it on his own. He thought he didn't need dad and the family money. He went out and made a big mess of everything. He gathered up the wherewithal, the courage, the strength, the humility, and said, Dad, can I come back home? And in that instant, to the chagrin of his dutiful brother, who had always been obedient and stayed by his father, The father said, yes, my kingdom is your kingdom. Let the feast begin. In the instant you wake up to truth or in the instant you change your mind about anything, 
thy will shall be done. And if the reason you're changing your mind is because you have a better idea of what will serve you, that means the earlier idea probably wasn't in alignment with truth, just hypothetically speaking here. And any thoughts not in alignment with truth are very difficult to manifest, whereas thoughts in alignment with truth which is presumably your new thought, your new dream on the opposite end of the spectrum. Pow, 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 like popcorn, thoughts become things. When I say in alignment with truth, if you have thoughts or dreams in alignment with life's magnificence, with its beauty, with your own majesty, um, with what you love instead of uh, trying to defend yourself or trying to manifest something to make your parents proud or trying to impress somebody, if you're moving with joy, you're moving with truth. And those thoughts become things like, wow, 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 wow. If you're moving with joy and not based on fear, if what you want is to add to your kingdom and not escape something, then those new thoughts in alignment with truth become things so, 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 so fast. And so on a dime, you can change the direction that your entire life is going. And it will not matter if you had spent two weeks, two years, or two decades trying to manifest something that you no longer want. In the instant you have a new picture, and the instant that picture is aligned with the magnificence of who you are and all that you deserve, which is all that you can imagine, the floodgates begin to tremble. This is the degree to which we have the power of the gods because we are God particles ourselves. Your wish is the entire universe's command. You can think it, you can have it, you can speak it. Your words give you wings. Let this be what guides you through today. Um, there's nothing you can't have, nothing you can't do, nothing you can't be. Hold the vision in your mind. Fear not about yesterday's baggage, whether they're manifestations or thoughts, fears or worries. You are set up for greatness. This game is rigged. It is totally not fair. The cards are stacked in your favor. Jumbo fellow adventurers, it's Mike Dooley. Time for a spiritual tune-up. Thanks for the great questions you're posting. Um, visitors and Infinite Possibility members alike. Infinite Possibility members, your questions get priority. Now, today's question. Mike, do you think that sometimes lessons, life lessons, are forced upon us? Like we've been sidestepping them for so long, the universe says, enough. Now you will start the lesson and then you have a traumatic event or a serious illness. Um, uh, thanks for letting me uh, play that out. Um, I guess the way I played it out kind of speaks or hints to my answer. I know that that is not quite the energy from which the question was posed, but uh, the news is great like it always is in these sacred jungles of time and space. First, let's talk about tests. Zero. No tests exist. They never have existed. Think of it. If there was a test, what would it, what would it prove? What would be the point? We have forever and ever to perfect the game and the dance of love. Divine intelligence isn't going to step in and say, you failed. Sorry, dude, you failed. You're out of there, okay? Divine intelligence is us. We are it. We're here for the joy of it. There's no grading. There's no tests. Think of this. Think of it this way. And this is what got me passed into the clarity of this point. The 
immovable, non-negotiable principle that holds all of time and space together is the fact that our thoughts become things, the things and events of our circumstances, what you think about, you bring about, that your focus is everything, that consciousness creates. That is it. That's the only rule, if you will, and it's hardly a rule. It's just the way things are. Consciousness creates. Thoughts become things. Now, if there were tests from on high or anywhere else, you couldn't say thoughts become things. You could not say, believe and ye shall receive. You couldn't say what you think about, you bring about without adding the caveat, unless it's test day. Your thoughts become things. You're being pushed onto this great dream of abundance, financial and, and with friends and a rocking travel partner. Oh, bummer. Tomorrow you're being tested for your patience. And if that test doesn't go well, well, it might just drag out for years. Oh man, it would have been so cool if your thoughts could really become things, but there's tests. Said the universe never. There's no tests. Tests would foul up everything. Tests would null and void thoughts becoming things. Test would null and void the fact that consciousness creates. It would be consciousness creates as long as it's not interfering with a test. There's no test. There's no point to a test. There are lessons, as I have often said in these spiritual tune-ups, I think yesterday as well. There are lessons. And where do lessons come from? How are they imposed upon us? We have taken the plunge into the illusions for the adventure of it. Fleetingly believing in the lies of here versus there, now versus then, have versus have not, so that we can be inspired by desire and dreams and fears into a journey. We want, we're here and we want to go there to the top of the mountain with friends and champagne and caviar and whatever, whatever. We have dreams that set us into motion through these magnificent jungles so that we can discover our power and see its beauty and experience it from the inside out. But because we have taken the plunge at a primitive time, it seems to us that life is happening to us. It seems that life doesn't even care about us. It seems like we're just watching it all whirl by and we just happen to be here, biologically speaking, because two people fell in love or otherwise had some business to take care of. And well, here I am. What do I do? That's not how it works. You created this bastion of perfection and now you place yourself here with the, the idea and the aim of exploring a dance of love and possibilities and creation. But because you're so psyched out and overwhelmed, you're like, there's confusion and life is happening, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Whatever you want to do. I don't know where I'm supposed to go, wherever you want to go. I don't know how to behave. However you want to behave, of course, with kindness in your heart, which is your default setting. So suddenly we move in these jungles of time and space towards a great big rosy dream. But because there's confusion based on this plunge, which we totally agree to, lessons show up. Lessons in the, in the guise of lions and tigers and bears. Oh my, I have to believe in myself? Oh man, to love, to be loved? I have to love? I have to love myself? Oh my gosh. Now you didn't pick these lessons, you picked the dreams. But the only way that dreams can come true is if you learn the lessons, which simply means, not like a lesson in school, which simply means untangle the wires where there was confusion, where you misunderstood your essence here as a creator and you thought you were a fly on the wall. You thought you didn't matter. You thought you weren't powerful. 
So because you think that, yet the dream demands more of you, you're going to be called higher. And suddenly you're going to have stuff to contend with because you want the dream. Let go of the dream, the lessons go away. Nobody wants to let go of their dreams, particularly when you realize they're attainable and particularly when you start to get that the lessons showing up are what you most need to learn to have the most fun and feel the most love. This is the game. You have a dream. It lures you out into the world. Lions, tigers, and bears reveal your confusion. Do you want to go for the dream or shut down? You can shut down, but who wants to shut down? It's so beautiful. Everything tastes so good. Uh, everything smells so good. It's just like this. It's like the greatest version of heaven ever depicted in the Bible or any other book. That's life on earth right now. Right now. So who's going to want to say, ah, I don't want my dreams. I don't want all that good stuff. I just want to look at the walls. So your dreams get you out and you want your dreams so much. You face your confusion and lessons are learned. Lessons were not given to you. You don't have to learn patience. You don't have to learn squat. You don't have to do diddly. But you want to. You want to. The rewards are so tantalizing. You could be rich financially. You could be rich with friends. You could be rich in health. You were born that way. This is your destiny. These are your default settings. Do you see how it works? And so you're lured out of your cave and you fall in love with everyone and everything and they fall in love with you and then you stub your toe and then you fall down and then you break a leg and then you get cancer but you get back up and you know it's possible all things are possible you see other people thriving you know it's your default setting lesson learned nothing is ever forced upon you your presence here in time and space was not forced upon you you chose it and however difficult or impossible that may seem to believe right now it was from the zenith of your magnificence and your brilliance and it was from there you could see the entire playing field. And you knew the potential for lions and tigers and bears. And you knew the potential for love and joy and romance. And you said, sign me up on the razor's edge of reality creation. I want to be there at the dawn of humanity's awakening. And so here you are, 2021, rubbing your eyes. Is this real? Am I powerful? Uh, it's kind of scary. Yeah, that's the way it seems. That's the time we pick to live in, but you wouldn't be here if you couldn't prevail. You are the creator of your dreams. You are the creator of your fears. And by definition, you are therefore the greater. Jumbo fellow adventurers, Mike Dooley here to remind you that your thoughts become things. This is a spiritual tune-up. I answer your questions Monday through Friday, 9.15 Eastern Time, live. They're all recorded. They're all in an archive at Facebook and Instagram. And now they're being grouped together by week and dropped as a podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, uh, on any platform you care to indulge in podcasts. So today's question awesome and it's a compilation of many questions actually that are wondering about karma bad energy spiritual contracts yucky stuff okay specifically mike is it possible for negative spiritual things to hang around someone causing their life to not move forward or have good things happen for them i was told this was happening to to and with me and my life would not improve until I got rid of all this stuff. Your thoughts, please. Okay, you know, 
good news on deck today. And I've said that the last few days in a row. It's like, there's only good news when you get to the truth. You're powerful. You're almighty. You're free. You have no limits to the past, no limits in the present or the future. All things are possible. Hallelujah. Forget all that crap somebody's been telling you. You can't move forward until you get rid of this stuff. There's an inkling of truth to that notion of having to deal with stuff before you move forward. But you so got this. And the same thing, there's an inkling of truth with karma, ancient spiritual contracts, negative energy, bad energy, the yucky, the yucky, yucky. There's an inkling of truth to all those things. We're all trying to figure out who we really are while we're trapped in these limited physical bodies, sensing that there's something magnificent going on. And truly there is, but we haven't been able to tune into that because we're so busy putting out fires and reacting to life and thinking that we're locked into decisions that were made in a past lifetime or our bad behavior in a past lifetime or in this lifetime or this morning. Like I was saying yesterday, it's in the moment that you decide what's come, what comes next. And it's not about old dreams that you've programmed. It's not about momentum that they've gathered. You can rewrite your spiritual contracts on the fly when you have truth and you have clarity. So no, 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 not karma, not energy, not contracts, not yucky stuff can hold you back. Nothing can hold you back. The only thing that these notions arise from is confusion within your own mind. And that's so easy to deal with because you have the sense to even ask these questions. You have the sense to realize there must be something better, bigger going on. You have the sense to realize that life is more than your physical senses. And by Jove, you are absolutely correct. There's no devil. There's no, none of those things. It's when we feel vulnerable, having arrived at that feeling through thinking that we're powerless or by denying our heritage or by otherwise not seeing the divinity in ourself and the divinity within all. Not that everybody's making the best decisions out there. You're right to be disappointed, but roll with it. They're doing the best they can. When we don't see these aspects of truth of who we are, when we lose fat, when we lose track, of the fact that every moment you get to think your thoughts and every thought you are now thinking holds sway over every thought you've ever thought before and that it's your thoughts alone that become the things and events of your life and your thoughts of peace, love, and joy that are in alignment with truth, the magnificence that brought you here, you become untouchable. Nobody can rain on your parade. Nobody can steal your thunder. Nobody can take what's yours away from you. And that is forever and ever the best that you can imagine. All of this waits for you. So if there's confusion, you would be well served to do some self-reflection. To say in this area where I keep stubbing my toe metaphorically in relationships or with this particular person or with my health or with career or with financial abundance in these areas where I am not feeling complete or satisfied, how else could I approach it? How else could I view it? Look at evidence 
for the contrary of your experience in other people and realize that, that they've got nothing on you. If anybody else has been successful in relationships, in health management, in cancer recovery, then you can too. In the moment you have truth, in the moment you have clarity, spontaneous healing, spontaneous enlightenment, spontaneous transformation. Where do you think all the stories come from of people who spontaneously uh, were into remission with their cancer and the tumors that were there are no longer there? That confusion in their mind was gone. They saw life's beauty. They appreciated themselves. They found self-love. Where do you think anybody's rags to riches story came from? They suddenly started moving with truth. Now, in the moment that you move with truth, it's not necessarily like everything is a happy parade. You've got to extract yourself from where you are. How? By not dwelling on where you are, by not dwelling on the pain, by not assuming something's wrong with you, and to hold on to the new vision in your mind bolstered by the truth that you've discovered, that you're powerful, that you're inclined to succeed, destined to succeed, that your thoughts become things, that there's no other agenda, that it doesn't matter what karma was as soon as you understand what you were misunderstanding that led to the bad behavior before, in the moment you understand you're off the karmic wheel. So yes, if there's been confusion, and surely there is in all of us to a tiny degree, if there's been confusion, you're going to want to get rid of that confusion. You're going to want clarity so that you can really bust a move and move forward. That's what this person was trying to tell you. Only when you deal with all this other stuff can you move forward. Go within. How else can you view relationships, people, the divine, your purpose, your mission? Don't overread. And if you don't have what you want, don't assume something's wrong, but self-reflect. Could I try this another way? Am I knocking on all the doors? Have I asked all the questions? Could I be asking better questions? Your day will come. It's already at hand. That you're hearing this conversation means you're ready for it. Most aren't. Most aren't. So don't be daunted by present circumstances. They are your launching pad for transformation. You will bless today and you will bless the carnage and you will bless the travesties and you will bless the setbacks because they set you up to ask questions that would bring in the light. Jumbo fellow adventurers, happy Friday. Time to talk thoughts become things. I'm Mike Dooley. This is another spiritual tune-up. Thanks for the great questions you post below, especially to my Infinite Possibility members. Like today, your questions get priority. The question being perhaps the most common question I have fielded in 21 years of speaking on stages the world over and doing stuff online. Mike, how do I soar with the eagles when I'm surrounded by turkeys? Mike, what about the negativity I have to deal with at my workplace? Um, in the community, watching the news, in my own house. What if my partner doesn't believe in the things I believe in? They think I'm all airy, fairy, rainbow and unicorns. This question summed up in a f the fewest words would go like this. How to prevail over the sabotage of others. The number one question I get. All right, I have a two-part answer for you. Part two is, is the, the big part. But 
First, I've got to go over some logistics, the way things play out in these sacred jungles of time and space, which is so contrary to what meets the physical senses, to what our physical senses tell us. No one ever can deny you your dreams coming true or that smile on your face. True, authentic joy. It is an absolute impossibility, contrary to how life seems. Anybody in your life is there because you invited them there, intentionally or unintentionally. Everybody in your life is there with a lesson to teach. And everybody in your life, with the fewest, of, with the fewest exceptions, uh, can be moved out of your life. You know, children, parents can't deal with that, at least not when they're dependent upon you uh, one way or the other. But everyone else of the 8 billion people, you decide who's in your life. Now, they may be behaving really badly. Um, you have every right to take action. You have every right to change your mind. I'm not going to go down these tangents right now because I have done it in the hundreds and hundreds of other spiritual tune-ups where we talked about... Um, you know, child abuse. We talked about all kinds of tangents. Um, check out the other spiritual tune-ups. But suffice it to say, for me to give you the right answer, the big answer on how to avoid the sabotage of others, first we must realize those in our lives are there by invitation. And if you don't like them being in your life, you can 99.9% .9 of the time remove them from your life following step two, part two, of this answer. And, and let me just say this as well. Sometimes there's people in our lives who are not like us at all, but we love them. We really love them. You know, we're into rainbows and unicorns and they're into blood, sweat, and tears. We really love them, but they don't really respect our perspective and we don't really honor their perspectives. But if you love them, let them be. Do not think you're vulnerable and that they're thinking is going to take you down. This is not the case. You don't have to be surrounded by a bunch of positive people who believe in thoughts becoming things in order for your dreams to come true. You are Teflon. So if they're in your life, they're totally different than you, but you love them. And, and that accounts for most of the people in my life. Uh, then keep them there. You're okay, as you will see with part two of my answer. Life's, which is this, Life's biggest adventure, life's greatest challenge, the ultimate test. Now, I told you, God does not impose tests on us, but there is, metaphorically speaking, a test that each of us would love to pass for greater joy, unimaginable joy. And that hook, that challenge, that adventure, that test, in quotations, is this, being able to hold on to a vision in your mind of your own happiness, true, authentic happiness, and or success in any way you want to define success, whether it's lots of money or great health or more friends, um, recovery, whatever. You get to decide what success is and you can have it. But you've got to be able to hold on to that vision of yourself happy and the dream come true 
Now, you could imagine one or the other, but hey, the dream is all about happiness. So the ultimate test is for you to hold on to your desired visions, dreams, and results in spite of circumstances to the contrary, now present in your life. That is the entire hook of living in these sacred jungles of time and space. Can you find peace here? Can you find joy here? Not to put up with the crap that's going on around you, to change it. And if you can do that, you will change who you hang out with. You will change who's in your circles. You will draw to yourself people who support you and you will shed from your life people who don't support you. Now, if they don't support you, but you really love them, well, your inner higher self will know that and they can stay and play. So it's like it works out better than you can even imagine. You don't have to micromanage the players in your life unless somebody's there, you've drawn them there, unbeknownst to you, they're making threats, then you physically need to remove yourself from that equation, press charges, call the police, do whatever you need to do. But that's a, that's a different, different answer to what I'm talking about now. The big answer in life is our ability to hold a vision of our dream already achieved, happiness already in our life, friends, laughter, healing, recovery, already done. Hold that vision, even though when you open your eyes, nothing, absolutely nothing. Then you need to move and behave as if the dream was already real and or move yourself in a direction where you can facilitate its manifestation. Hold the vision, be congruent in your words and your behavior. Being congruent in your behavior means acting as if the dream is real, preparing for its inevitable arrival, uh, acting as if it already happened, showing up with baby steps to facilitate it. The entire hook of living here is learning how to honor the dream and predicating your behavior upon the vision more than predicating your behavior on what is. Because if you're focusing on what you don't like and who you don't like and the negative turkeys that are in your life, you're going to perpetuate that and you're going to bring more of that into your life. So the ultimate answer of how to not let people sabotage you is to realize they can't. And if they're really annoying you, you can change the players in your life by changing your vision. You are Teflon. Do not worry about the negativity of others. Do not worry if they reside in the same house as you. Do not worry if they sleep in the bed beside you. Let them be them, just as you want them to let you be you. And pursue your bliss, follow your heart. If it's absolutely, totally incompatible, then peace out with love in your heart. Go your separate ways, or at least carve out your own private hours within every day, in, within every week, so that you can be you. No one can keep you from joy. No one can stop your dreams coming true. Yes, that does mean you will have to take action, either to work around those folks, but more importantly, to move towards the preparation of the best of your life so far. It is only going to get better. It is only going to get easier. Your default settings are to thrive. You are pushed on to greatness every single day. Your positive thoughts are 10,000 times more powerful than your negative thoughts. You've got a cheering section in the bleachers in the unseen. You are loved and adored. It doesn't get better. If you could wish for anything, including an infinite number of wishes, you couldn't do better than what you have now. 
Your thoughts become things. Your words give you wings. You're inclined to succeed. You are born for greatness. The challenges in front of you are by design. Your design. You will prevail. You will soar. And you will be a light unto all who know you. Well, there you have it. One more week's worth of spiritual tune-ups. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed what you just saw or heard, please share with a friend, uh, thumbs up, like, follow, whatever may be the case on the platform you're now experiencing this. If you want more inspiration every single day, I send out a note from the universe. Right now, it's going out to a million people. We'd love to add you to that list. Enjoy. Thoughts become things. See you next time.